Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the AI Live podcast. Here we'll be talking all things aesthetics, fillers, threads, neurotoxins, techniques, and interviewing people in the aesthetic community. So thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy. We have a bunch of people on tonight. I guess a lot of people want to learn about medical grade skincare. So we're going to kind of go through All that. You, learn. <laughs> you stop it. We're going to go, we're going to go through, we're going to go through a lot of that. So it'll kind of give you information on, uh, on a lot of stuff that maybe you didn't know about, about skincare and some of the rules and regulations behind it. So it'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. So let's start off intros catching up oh. what have you not, i don't know my months have gone what by did, so quickly what did we do? let me look what did i do in the last <laughs> month i think oh i was in um, north carolina ah. what did i do i was in north oh the, we had the aesthetic oh yeah show. july the aesthetic show we had the aesthetic show mm -hmm. and then i was in north carolina with um act aesthetic consulting and training with Grace McLaren, who has an expert series and she's phenomenal. She brings in trainers from all over the world to her amazing clinic in Hickory, North Carolina. And I was uh, lucky enough to be asked to go out there and we, I did an entire nice. day thread training there at the facility, which is just amazing. So she's one of those people that is an OG. She's been in it for years and um, she is in it for the education. Uh, so it's, I love meeting people that have a, a beautiful, a, a, a focus like we do. I know. I think I, I, I'm going to try to see if I can figure out how to create an app for all of us out there with regards to just different training schools, different programs out there, even conferences. And then you guys can give your opinions and, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's like a Yelp for the aesthetic <laughs> industry. Because it's interesting, you know, you what you said, like going out there, there are yeah. certain people that went there. They're like, I went to this training program and it was very disappointing right yeah you know, some, not to name any names but yeah <laughs> yeah some people came up to me and said you know we went to you know program blah, 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 program, program a with provider b and um it was a waste of our money and i'm like oh my gosh i would never think that with that provider yeah so i was really surprised so your idea of having some kind of a an app or like a, an aesthetic yelpy kind that, of a right, thing guys that you what could you give think? your opinion and rate these <laughs> schools and kind of give your opinion, um, the but education and conferences, stuff. Like oh, conferences, global be conferences. Cause I think there's so many different things that are going on in the industry. And yeah. to me, you know, when we talk to you guys out there, we're always saying, Hey, make sure you spend a little bit of your time and energy and budget on a yearly basis to do an educational program. So it's got to be worth it. But it has to be worth it. You don't want yeah. to waste your money and, you know, have it be like, oh, yeah, that was good. But problem is, if you guys don't speak out and tell other people what's good, what's not, what did you learn really well? Or was it like an, it's an OK course? You know, it's great for foundations or yeah. it's great if you've already know this. You know, I think, I don't know. If I have more time, we'll create an app like that. <laughs> I, I love that idea. I love the idea because we share with each other a lot, mm -hmm. um, like the people that we know, our colleagues, but I don't know if sometimes it gets to other people who aren't, who aren't connected to us. There are a lot of people. I mean, yes, there's lots of connections right. and you know, the whole goal is hopefully creating that community. So you guys that are part of our digital library please make sure you guys use the community i think we need to get a little bit more interactive sometimes on that and create more yeah activity with regards to that like we could start that process on our little community forum we should 
Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, like okay, what? Okay, you guys, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get our brains going here and think about that because it would help people um, really put your resources into something that's going to be worth it for you. It's got it. Your education has got it. The, the money you spend, you need to get that in return. Yeah. Easy or tenfold, I think, in, yeah. in knowledge. So, um, yeah, I, okay, I like the idea. Yeah, it was, yeah, Melissa, completely, yeah. I mean, those are the ah. things, you know, you're sold on these amazing yep. things. You're going to get hands-on, and then you literally get there, and they're like, hands-on is... Right. You know, there are some courses I've heard, like I do a lot of threads trainings and I think some of the com the companies that we train for really dedicate themselves to really a good hour with a trainer because it's very, very individualized and you really get to feel the tissue. Yeah. And then you go to bigger ones and everyone goes, oh, that was so much cheaper. And then you really ask them, it's like, yeah, I got one thread and I put it in and that was it. It's like, it, did you really learn? Did you really, really get what you're, ex what you're paying for? I think that's the hardest thing out there to really gauge. I mean, I, th yeah. I know our program, we, we spend time and effort to really try and emphasize that. But, you know, until you get there and you've done it and listen to what other people have said, it, it's hard to believe. Yeah. It's hard to rate things. Yeah, I so I, it gets very disappointing because, you know, your money, your money, you took time to earn it and you know you don't want to waste it you know and unfortunately a lot of free yeah. um, education out there is free but at the end of the day the some of the free education like from the companies mm -hmm. I know when I train for like a Galderma or you know an Allergan or any of them it is golden handcuffs and <laughs> you guys have to realize when we train majority of trainers out there probably don't do what we actually say in those trainings because we have golden handcuffs and we're only allowed to talk FDA approval. Like, you know, this free form. So ask away your questions. Yeah. But like, I know a lot of people say, I don't like kissing the lips. I'm like, well, I don't use kissing the lips. I do. Really. I love it. I don't use it very much I love at it. all. I use yeah. kiss underneath the eyes. Yes. I love contour in the lips. It's what I might go to nowadays. So, you know, there's a lot of yeah. things that we do off label that, you know, unfortunately, you know, it is very difficult to find the right conferences that are going to give you the information that you're looking for. Yeah, you know, to bounce off of that, I think, too, when you're looking for a school, here we go, totally off topic. <laughs> it's okay. But when you're looking for a school or when you're looking for to really learn something, ask them how many instructors to how many students there are. And make sure you don't have 50 students and one instructor because you're not going to learn anything. So we have, we have no more yeah. than five students a day in our school. So each student gets an hour with us one-on-one. -on -one. So what I'm saying is ask the school that, wherever you're going to go, and yeah, make sure you get that time it, on tissue. But it depends. You know, if you're brand new and you need someone to guide you yes. with experience, handhold you to actually inject, then yes, you yeah. need those type of courses. But I think if you've been in the industry for long enough, you can go to bigger courses where they're just injecting on stage and you can picture 3d wise how you're going to implement that into your patients i think that can be valuable as well i think it really mm -hmm. depends knowing yourself where you are at your level what you're what you're looking for what are you trying to gain out of these conferences these educational programs because mm -hmm. that's what's going to resonate more with really changing the way and elevating your um, aesthetic game yeah so i i agree um
Super important. Anyway, there's our there's our tidbit for you, okay? <laughs> anyway. All right. We are going to jump into today's topic, medical-grade skincare. I know people are um, always the, – the question is, is it worth it? Uh, you know, is it worth the value, the money to do it, blah, blah, blah? You know, and what is the difference between medical-grade skincare versus – just over-the-counter skincare lines. Yeah, and um, how is it regulated, and um, you know what? How can you differentiate it so you can educate your patients on the differences and why you and your office carry a specific brand or whatever of medical-grade skincare? Right. So hopefully, when we go through this, it'll it'll kind of uh, be, make things a little bit more clear. I hope yeah. in what we what we know about it. Yeah. All right. So, what is medical-grade skincare? <laughs> So yeah. these products are actually going to be more potent. Mm -hmm. So they actually do use a higher concentration of ingredients. Um, they're going to use ingredients more in the purest forms. Um, hopefully they have technology research behind them. There is going to be more FDA oversight because you're going to use higher grade ingredients, more pure ingredients. Um, and majority of these are really going to be I wouldn't say completely regulated, but they're probably going to be sold through a medical practitioner mm -hmm. um, for for guidance because of the research behind it, because of the latest technologies. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you're paying for a lot of the research, you know, because some of these products, and I will probably get into one that there's there's some that have the most research out of any products on the market, and that research is not cheap. So it's it's really expensive, but I love to look at products that have research. Yeah. I as far as white papers and peer reviewed, um, I just like to see what's out there and what research is out there, what it does to the tissue. Um, you have in, in medical grade, you've got um, ingredients that have to be listed, and you know what's in it, and you know how much of what is in it, as opposed to over the counter. Over-the-counter stuff, I mean, they can hide it in proprietary, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah. I think medical-grade skincare is a little bit more, I guess you could say they have to open their <laughs> the, themselves out to be a little bit more scrutinized. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ultimately, medical-grade skincares are definitely going to be more potent. When there's more potency, that means, you guys, reason why it needs to be sold under the care of a provider is because there are going to be some people who may not tolerate it and you're going to have to deal with maybe some allergic reactions and things like that. And so you have to realize on the commercial standpoint, if you have something that's commercialized and the mass majority can use it, you honestly need to make it so that probably 99.9% .9 of your patient of the population that's buying it is not going to have any real you can say real effect, but they're not going to have right. any allergic reactions yeah, adverse events. to it or adverse events because you don't want to get sued. It's just out there. People are just buying it and you don't want to get a lot of things where you're getting a lot of return. Right. So it's kind of more just like, okay, we put a little bit of this ingredient in there and it's a marketing thing on that aspect. And we call it, it HA serum. <laughs> 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 and two, in the medical grade, you've got products that are made to penetrate deeper. So they might be a smaller micron, you know, whatever it is, they might have products in it that's going to help it penetrate a little bit better. So um, you've kind of um, got that in some of the medical grade products, and that's going to elicit a little bit more of a response, hence yep. um, the things that we can't put over the counter. Yep. Ooh, the last one is should be flipped around. Sit on the surface is more over the counter. 
penetrates the epidermis and deeper skin is medical grade. Because ultimately, yeah. you're gonna they're gonna utilize technologies that will help them maybe nanoparticulize mm -hmm. it so it actually penetrates deeper into the tissue, which is where you're going to get these effective changes on your products. You know, and so ultimately, medical grade versus over the counter, there is not that over the counter is bad. There are definitely some over the counter ones that have done some probably some research and used some things and you can buy them over the counter. Um, but you know, if you're going to look at the overall general concepts of medical grade, you're going to have a lot more safety, have a lot more potency, um, a lot more potential effectiveness in a pure yeah. form in a sense. So, um, and the FDA does regulate this. They regulate really the medical grade products very closely. And it's under the Federal Food and Cosmetic Act, which that's what's kind of under. So most of the ingredients or the lines are sold as pharmaceuticals. So it's it, the, all the medical grade stuff that's got all the research behind it is generally sold as a pharmaceutical. And it's by, by law, it's got to have 99.9% .9 of the, act, the active ingredients have to be pure. So it can't be diluted, it can't be watered down, it can't be mixed with other things. They've got to have 99.9% .9 pure ingredients in these, and that's by law. So they also have to have scientific evidence showing that their skincare product does whatever it says it does. So by law, like I said, FDA is tight on this. They, if they say it helps you grow fibrin and collagen, it better be doing that in the histological studies or they're going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So these companies really have to be, watch their research very closely and really document things very carefully and really have good statistics and good um, good outcomes. outcomes on it before they really are authorized to, to sell this under a medical grade skincare line. Yeah. And um, there's usually a, a few years of studies done on these products before they come. And that's what I like about caring uh, we only carry medical grade skincare because we know what's in it we know the research and we can explain that to our patients and that's why they're paying a little bit more maybe so some of my patients will come in and say i'm using la mer and it feels so good and it smells good and i'm like are you kidding me you know <laughs> because you don't know what's in some of these products somebody people might pay for a high a very expensive line from a, a high-end store, and it might be nothing more than an emollients and something that smells good, and it might have lower hyaluronic acid, big deal, but it's not gonna get in there and really help regenerate tissue. So, but that might cost even more than some of the medical grade skincare. So some of those really expensive over-the-counter ones um, from the high-end stores cost more than what we're selling that has the research behind it. And that's what I really try to tell our patients. You gotta think about this. If you're spending 200 bucks for your Chanel cream or Lancome, whatever it is, you, I would change over to something where we know what's in it and we know what research is behind it. No, it's true. I mean, I, I know <laughs> um, the, uh, there was one, uh, one person I met that literally was one of the CEOs of one of these cosmetic companies. And he's like, yeah, we make them for all of these. And he listed literally like 40 or 50 different companies that yeah. they're literally made by the same Hashtag L'Oreal. Hashtag L'Oreal probably, yeah. because L'Oreal is a conglomerate. Yeah. So that's probably one of those companies that kind of does that, right? Yeah. They have hair care and skin care and mm -hmm. all these things are underneath it. Yep. Right. And so, you know, and it's not to say over the counter. There are certain yeah. lines that I think over the counter, like a Dermalogica, mm -hmm. that really do pay attention to really, really provide excellent 
product lines. Right. I mean, even I'm talking with them and they're actually creating a whole medical line more into the <sighs> medical grade esthetician lines that um, you'll probably start seeing over the next you know couple of months that's going to be out there. Um, and so ultimately, you know, you have to realize that, you know, just because it's uh, over the counter, you, you can still get some benefits yeah. of, of, a, yeah. of a medical grade as long as the company holds themselves. You have to realize it takes a lot of money to do these research. So these products are not going to be cheaper. They're going to be a certain price because it takes a certain amount of R&D to get to a certain level of right. expectations. Right. Um, so, yep. yeah, many so, prefer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, many prefer to use the term clinically evidenced skincare um, because some people have really blurred the lines between medical grade and what's cosmetic. So make sure you've got medical grade. Make sure there's research behind what you're choosing. I think that's what's um, what's very important. So we want to talk about some of the major players, major players in the medical mean. grade market that we kind of know of. Yeah. PC, PCA mm -hmm. has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, they unfortunately now are owned by a conglomerate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which unfortunately a lot of these end up in a conglomerate um, eventually. Um, but ultimately um, PCA I know has been known more for their peels is where they mm -hmm. end. And then they kind of created the line from their uh, chemical peels that has expanded them into a global brand um, with regards to their line yeah and Elta MD is another medical grade and this came from Switzerland so it was it was in the 1800s this started a long 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 time ago looking at healing ointments and such and um, it was from Switzerland it kind of came and grew they did more research on it and um, a lot of people like their sunscreen the, the Elta MD is one of the famous mm -hmm. the favorite sunscreens used by mm -hmm. many people they have tinted non-tinted and mm -hmm. um, they have other things nice. too but it's <laughs> it's a really nice smooth and Colgate Palmolive bought them too so <laughs> Colgate Palmolive bought everybody in 2017 yeah and then skin I think a lot Speaking of, of L'Oreal <laughs> a lot of people like the skin lines I think the CE Frulix mm -hmm. Was it the B5 hydrating serum that they yeah. used to have? Yeah. Um, so yeah. lots of, there were more, was it their little um, tinctures or what is it? The, the droppers, know, like the, serums, droppers the, serums. the serums, the serums. Yep. It's kind it's of where, where, they're, where they were a big player in yeah. the aspect of it. Yep. Um, Zio, Dr. Zenobaji, mm -hmm. brilliant dermatologist. Um, he he wants to send people to heaven with the skin they were born with. That's kind of his theme, which is really <laughs> neat. Very smart, smart man. Done yep. a lot of research with his products, and um, he still is alive. He still is here in California, um, but he really is kind of famous for more of the pigmentation programs, the three-step big peels, the big you know pigmentation peels, three-step peels, and um, he is very into the company really really wants to they love to prep that skin and really treat that skin and transform it and in my office i've i've when i see people that are using the products the getting skin ready package that they have and it's it's kind of in a way that it's easy for patients to use their skin has transformed it's crazy so it's yeah, it's really consistent cool. i mean yeah. the pro the, the the hard part as a guy is i'm not very consistent with skincare honestly at all I care less i'd rather <laughs> do treatments i mean if you watch my instagram <laughs> i'd rather do a laser and microneedling um all than new sunblock. sunblock i actually don't <laughs> 
but I, 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 at the end of the day, I have access to it that I can repair some of that damage. <laughs> Thank you, my staff, for <laughs> working with me on that. So <laughs> this is owned by Blackstone. Mm -hmm. Doesn't Blackstone pretty much run everything? Is that well, private equity firm, Interesting. Right? Private equity firm. Interesting. I didn't see that before. Mm -hmm. Alastin. Um, Elastin is probably the most researched medical grade skin care product out there today. They have put so much money into research and they've come out with probably the only product that has been shown to actually help grow collagen that actually helps clear out that extracellular matrix, which is kind of like the clogged plumbing we have in the tissue from years of, you know, just collagen and fibrin not working, helps clear that out yeah. and helps that new collagen and fibrin growth, which yeah. I've never it's seen. Nectar, right? I, the nectar and the uh, regenerative mm, complex. complex. So I, and I've never seen a product do that. I've seen treatments, right. CO2, rate of frequency microneedling, regular microneedling, heat and, and um, you know, damage, we can do damage to the skin and create collagen growth and induce collagen. I've never seen a product that will do that. So guess what I use? <laughs> yeah, um, I love Elastin and the sunblock is great too. Right. It's awesome. Right. So, and uh, Galdorma just bought that company. So now it's, right. it's and, and when people, when patients buy Elastin, they can get Galdorma points or whatever that thing is. So oh they yeah. can, the front office does that, but I mean, it all kind of goes together. All goes together. Yeah. Um, skin better. Um, nice little one. They're, I think they're known for the Alpha Ret line. Yeah, yep. Skin Better's good. They they are noticed. They're noted for the Alpha Ret line, which is similar to the retinol that Elastin has, but it's it's made in such a way that it penetrates and um, it's it's controlled. <coughs> so you don't get a lot of flaking with it. Both of yep. them, the, both the retinols, you don't get much flaking with it at all. So over time, you get microflaking, and that's where the skin is enhanced. But but Skin Better does that also. <coughs> owned by L'Oreal. L'Oreal, what do you Allergan know? owns Skin Medica. Mm -hmm. So Skin Medica was uh, their TNS serums is really where it came out, which is um, another one that helps with skin rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. That's got growth serum. Growth it's got serum. growth factors. Yep. The exactly. TNS. So the only thing with TNS is if somebody has or any growth factors with any company, if somebody already has, has a history of skin okay. cancer, like basal cell, squamous cell, melanoma. If they have a, a history of that, I would caution about using growth serums because you are helping all the cells grow. You're, it's really kind of fertilizing all of that. So I would be a little bit more cautious and thoughtful before I would um, give that to some people. Yeah. Obagi, um, they were they were uh, early on with their whole new derm system. It was a right. whole kit for depigmentation. They did a great job for pigmentation. Yeah melasma mm -hmm. um, of course dr obaji was the one that created this line and then it ended up getting sold mm -hmm. uh, probably about five about seven six I'm seven like ten years ago ten, ten years, years ago, ago or more yeah and then that's when he ended up creating the um zo line general and, line. and you know what that's because he didn't have control over this yeah so they kind of went in a direction that he was like oh no my name's going with that so he that's why he started the zo line is he ha he has total control over that and he, it's gotten a little bit different technology in yep, it. Yeah, exactly. Illumier. Illumier is really nice. They were launched in 2016, so they are a newer player in the market. And um, they have quite a bit of research behind theirs. They are were developed pretty much in Europe, I think. And um, it's a pretty fast-growing skincare line. They really have, they talk about their their skincare being like very clean science and, mm -hmm. um, and, and good 
as far as good healthy skin and regenerative nice. regenerative products. So, um, yeah, and they're privately held. Nobody's bought them yet. So. So th and there's a lot yeah. more. Was mm -hmm. it is revision one of them? Revision. Revision's one of them that's been out. We kind of forget. We're trying to think off there's the top of our so heads. So many. Revision is great too. Revision has. Epionce, I love Epionce. Revision is one that has something called, um, oh, it's the one that relaxes uh, the muscle. Oh, it's the, the um, darn it. Okay, I can't remember the name. Sorry, you guys. Brain <laughs> fart. It is, um, it's like a line eraser. So it, it actually will help uh, hit the same receptors as toxin does in the superficial skin. So when you, gosh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, and it's sitting outside my um, office. But if you put it with your toxin, like you give the, have patients do toxin and you sell them the, the line eraser, the... Uh, the, the rough, is it relaxing? Relaxing? Uh, anyway, like it's that. like a little pen. And it will help actually uh, prolong the duration of your toxin, which is kind of nice. So that's, that's revision. Cool. They have a nice one. Revox. Revox. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Janice. Thank you. Brain fart. Thank you. Revox. It's nice. So we'll kind of, on those thinner areas, you know, not that it's going to soak into the glabella, but it's going to help. Um, everybody knows it's Revox, but me. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, you guys. But it will help to soak in. It will help prolong the, the duration of that toxin uh, effect, which is kind of nice. That's nice. Which is really nice, yeah. Um, any thoughts on Environ? Environ. I've I never heard of Environ. Never heard you? of Environ. I haven't heard of Environ. No. Interesting. Yeah, tell us. Yeah. I think the one, one line, what, what new line that I played with, Epicutus is one that I played with that actually do like they come mm -hmm. from a biotech company mm -hmm. and their whole thing is three products super clean like seven eight ingredients in mm -hmm. each one except i think their lap the serum has like 12 ingredients or something like that nice. so they're really about super clean i i'm not a big skincare person um, i look <laughs> at it but i tell my patients you need it i mean ultimately if i had to balance i mean i'm kind of like I'm, I'm i'm in a quandary sometimes i tell patients if you're in a budget <laughs> then i want you to do the things like lasers microneedling microneedling RF, things that will do that but if you have the budget to do more then i think it definitely is symbiotic and one plus one is not two one plus one is equal to three or four yeah. um, with regards to that um, I was going to mention Epionce, uh, which was developed by a physician named Carl Thornfeld oh, in, I think it's Idaho, dermatologist, super smart guy. Um, it's mostly, it's mostly um, botanical. So a lot of the ingredients that he has in his products, which they smell, they smell great, they feel good, he, and, and he has a truckload of research behind Epionce. Mm. So there's a lot of really good things in that. And he's done a lot of head-to-head -head studies with other big medical-grade skincare companies and come out very well, actually. Mm -hmm. So Epionce is another line that I didn't, I was going to say a little oh, bit more cool. about that. So. Biojuve, have you played with that one? No. That's the one from um, Skin Pen. Oh, there's the one that they're you. about um, get building back the um, microbiome in your skin. Ah. They actually have kind of that thing that feeds the microbiome and continues to grow into that area. Interesting. I think we tried it. You know, the hard part about skincare, honestly, in my opinion, is you really have to try it for three to six months. And I think you have to read through the science and understand uh, your your demographics of what you're looking for, what is going to support the treatments that you have. That's where I think you choose a skincare line. I mean, I don't think 
you know, I personally would not choose a skincare line just because, um, because there's too many out there. Mm -hmm. I think you have to realize your demographics, what you're trying to achieve. If you're in a beach community and they're always getting sun damage and blah, 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 then you need to choose a, per a line that's going to be dealing with pigmentation, mm -hmm. overturning skin a little bit more and stuff like that. Versus, you know, if you live in the mountains, it may be, you know, or a desert like Las Vegas, you may want something more that's hydration. a lot more hydration right. and doing a lot of things. So I think understanding that and, um, yeah. is going to be important. Jen Marini, I don't believe they're a medical grade. I think Jan Marini's, um, they're just a, cos a cosmetic, cosmeceutical a cosmeceutical. Or something. but, um, you know, years yeah, ago, it does smell funny. years ago, <laughs> but years ago, Jan, oh, the bio shoot. Yeah. But years ago, Jan Marini had, um, sunscreen that had sunscreen really that was awesome. It was like a Sun, yellow color. Yeah. It was, I used to love that sunscreen, man. That was like 15 years ago. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Valley, nice. what you decipher from FDA was over-the-counter products are not legally allowed to penetrate the epidermal layer. Maybe not, because we know Probably. FDA, good, Valerie. We, yeah, we do know that the FDA products can be allowed to penetrate deeper, so that might be true that the, that the yep. over-the-counter can't yep. penetrate, but that makes sense, because it's got to be light and fluffy. Yeah, exactly. So can don't let them pay $300 for their, Can we know, go back to the PowerPoint? Their expensive and just stuff. <laughs> ah, perfect. Okay. So, you know, the, the, the whole question with regards to all these medical grade, you know, is it right for your business? Mm -hmm. Do you need to carry it in your business? Um, because, you know, some of you guys have are, are part of a bigger clinic and they have the funds to hold skincare lines in there. And then there are ones of you guys that run solo practices, solo yeah. little salons. Is it something that you guys want to um, carry into it. And I think that that's where you have to understand your patient population. Um, what are you looking for as far as your, uh, as far as a product, is it going to supplement and support what you are doing in your treatments? And the other thing is too, is that when you want to carry a product line in your clinic, don't just carry one or two, try to carry at least six of the SKU. Like if you can get at least four to six of that brand, um, not just two here, two here, two here. Try to, because a lot of times they, a lot of times they work kind of synergistically together. So, um, like uh, we have elastin in my clinic. That's one of the ones we have in my clinic. So we will put the skin regenerative complex that builds collagen with the Illuminate, which inhibits pigmentation. We can put them together and stick it on. They can mix it together and stick it on because neither one of them in, them inhibit each other from penetrating. So when you have products that you know work synergistically, sometimes it's a little bit easier. Um, and, then pro and then patients can purchase, okay, I'm gonna get a wash, the retinol, the moisture cream, the sunblock. Um, maybe if they like one product line, they can do that, which is, which is kind of nice. So keep in mind, you don't wanna just piecemeal things around. Um, and then sometimes th there are products too, and they can be medical grade that you can put your own name on. Mm -hmm. um, some of those products, just make sure that you know what's in those. Just make sure you really vet that company and right. that you know what's in the products that you are putting your own name on that can be um, self-labeled. And, and don't forget that you can work with compounding pharmacies to create something that's mm -hmm. even more medical 
um, you definitely the, these are gonna be like your Kligmans, like a you know a, right. a combination Pharmace like prescription, ph literally a prescription pharmaceutical. Those things you can carry. You know, some pharmacies there are you know uh, compounding pharmacies will make certain compounds for you that are definitely really pharmaceutical, mm -hmm. pharmaceutical based. Mm -hmm. Um, so don't negate that you can actually do that and add that into your practice as well. Yeah, and yeah. two, um, like I know through the years we've kind of changed what we've had in our office because new research comes out. So you know, it's not you have to be you don't have to be glued to one product, but or one brand. But sometimes new research comes out and you're like, wow, this is amazing, and you might kind of transfer over a little bit to that. But patients always want to know why. They're going to ask you, hey, where's product A? Uh, and you're like, well, we went from that to product B because here's the research behind it. So I always like to vet any change with why is this better than what we had before so the patients understand the reasoning behind us changing sometimes. I think mm -hmm. that's important. No, it's, yeah. it, it is important. I think, I think you have to change up your line and you know, I, I think most people, once you start using a line, want to switch it out every so often. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't think it's a bad thing, um, but I think it, it comes down to bringing in a skincare line really is, it's a business decision as mm -hmm. well. You know, I think there are certain companies out there that actually do drop ships um, that will that will allow you to do a balance. Because ultimately, one of the things you want to be careful of, if if pay if patients can find it online yeah you know you've done all the homework for that product because you're spending the time explaining how it's going to benefit them how to use it all of those things and they buy it from you once and then they go online and they buy it from someplace else schmojo that is cheaper mm -hmm. And you, I, I think you have to you have to be cognizant of that. Those are the people that come side. in and go, let me just take a picture of the box. Yeah. And you know they're <laughs> going to go get it online. And two, I just saw someone on Instagram that posted two different um, sunblocks from the same company. And they said, hey, this one's a fake off of Instagram. When actually they bought off of Amazon um, and they had the show in the real sunblock. And they were both medical grade. But what happened was the one that was the the diff the old was an older one. So that had been discontinued three or four years ago. Oh. And the old one was being sold on Instagram. They thought it was a fake, but it was had been discontinued. So patients just let them know that sometimes it's not in their best interest to buy something that's not from the medical provider ourselves. Right. You know, I think it's important. Yeah. Kathy asked, how do you get the patient to understand the rationale for medical grade? It's sometimes hard for them to yeah. spend money on after f doing fillers and toxins. And Not, stuff like you that. know, I don't have a problem at all, <clears throat> actually. Um, no matter what they're doing with fillers and toxins and stuff, I usually ask them, like, so what are you doing for your skincare? You, you have some pigmentation or you have some rosacea. What are you using right now? And that leads me into, you know what, we have something that's medical grade, it's got research behind it. If you ever want to know more about it, let me know because we have stuff that's got research behind it and you know what you're getting and it's really going to help your skin. And I think if we come across confident that we have read that research, so please read the research, um, that we believe in the product, the patients will get that and they don't have to get everything. They can just get one mm -hmm. or two things. The other thing that we do is I will bundle these in with treatments. Yes. So say elastin. We will, I bundle the elastin nectar, which is the one that's not hydrating, but it helps grow collagen. I bundle that in with anything I'm growing collagen with. So if I'm doing microneedling, 
radiofrequency microneedling, CO2 procedures, anything where I am doing something to induce collagen, that goes in the package. Right. So they put that on morning and night, and it's just going to be synergistic with the treatment. It's going to help my, pr my procedure work even better. So feel free to kind of bundle sometimes these products in with some of the treatments you're doing. And not that you have to make money off of them. You could put it into your cost, but right. they're going to have to come back and get it because they're going to like it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. I mean, you definitely. I mean, I think that nowadays people people are, are going to look at it and say if they have the choice to buy this or do their treatments, they're gonna always just chew the treatments. You have to look at it from your standpoint of putting it at together as a whole package. Yes. People want packages. It's kind of like when we're talking about it, when you're doing toxins, fillers, threads, lasers, all of that stuff, you can and you should be starting to talk to your patients about all of that and put it in as a package. Give them a little bit of a discount for buying it as part mm -hmm. of the whole package because it is going to be synergistic and it really is it's hard pressed not to want to see them get the best outcomes for it you know everyone always wants to do the least amount pay the least amount and hopefully get that amazing result but you got to do the work you got to use the right things what you do at home is also 50 percent of what we do in the clinics because if you're not taking care of your skin using your sunscreens doing all those things then what you're doing in the clinics every so often is you're literally going three steps forward but then going four or five steps backwards yeah. because you're not supporting what needs to happen when that aspect of yeah it. and kathy i agree with you you say i hate the hard sell but love giving the real info i think we don't as healthcare providers it's like i don't feel like i can sell anything but I can educate the heck out of someone. So I, if I know about what I'm doing, I can educate them and just give them the, the information and help them do with it whatever they want. Right. So I think that's what we want to do rather right. than sell. We really want to just explain and educate right. and let them make their own decision. I think that's... Right. And then just making way. sure that you do have that, that help from your, from your rep. I mean, that's yeah. why the medical skincare companies have reps is utilize them have them give mm -hmm. you some trainings or staffing or whatever education you need to help you really really get and understand how to explain the product well because they have their marketing that they've done and if you don't utilize that that's on you yeah. if you just go by and you're like oh i don't uh, okay i did one class well you know it takes 21 days to build in a change mm -hmm. and then it takes 90 days to build in a habit so you guys really need to understand just because you bring on a new line, you don't go, oh, okay, we did this. Oh, nobody's buying it. Nobody wants it. Like you have to do your job of really keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. And the other thing I was going <clears> to <throat> uh, say is build a good relationship with your rep. Ask them for samples. Yeah. Because when you talk to a patient about, you know, you got some pigment or you've got, you look a little dry, give them a sample. Let them try it, let them smell it, let them feel it. They might not like one, but they might like the other. So I think get some samples from your reps. But they don't, it's also the allergic reaction component. Mm -hmm. A lot of patients are afraid, they're like, I don't want to change my skincare, it's going to break me out, it's going to do yeah. this. I'm definitely one of those. I try not to try too many things because I have very sensitive skin. I will break out from different things. So giving those samples as a way for them to just l at least say, okay, didn't break me out, didn't have any bad reactions. Okay, yeah. they they have a belief into it. This is the explanation of what it can do and why you're doing it. And 
and kind of goes from there. So I think utilizing your your rep to your advantage or to you, the betterment of your business and to the betterment of educating your patients is really, really important. Um, Melissa was asking, what have we found best for pigmentation? I, at, at my clinic, I, uh, it depends on the patient. If the patient has um, just dyschromia that's just generalized or a lighter melasma, um, or none, or just kind of sun damage in little spots, I put everybody on Illuminate, Illuminate. on the Elastin Illuminate. I love it. There was a head-to-head -head study with Illuminate and 4% hydroquinone, and they did the study in the summer, and the Illuminate reduced pigmentation better than the 4% hydroquinone. I love that. And it's so safe it can be used in pregnancy and breastfeeding. So that's how safe it is for long-term. Love that. But if somebody is really dark and they've got a lot of really dark melasma, I might pull in the ZO pigmentation kit. I love that pigmentation kit. And you add on, I add on the elastin retinol. So I like a, the ZO retinols sometimes are very irritating and they're, mm -hmm. they're great, but they're, they can be very irritating. So I, I like to start, start them off with something a little bit less irritating. But that pigmentation that's got the 6% hydroquinone in it, the pigmentation kit, is a great kit to start them off. Don't let them do that for any more than three to four months, and then they have to stop. But you can put them, you can wean them onto the Illuminate, and they can stay on that. So yep. if they have a bad pr issue with melasma, sometimes it's in the summertime, strong. like June, July, August, you throw them on the Obagi, the mm -hmm. hydroquinone, yep. and then the rest of the time you've got them on Illuminate. But keep in mind, heat and UV light are two things that trigger melasma yep. and some of that hormonal pigmentation. So what they do outside of your clinic is paramount wow. Huge. to what's happening. So if they're doing hot yoga and they don't know why their melasma's not going away, <laughs> it's heat. You know, it's so and if so if they're not if they're just wearing a baseball hat and they wonder why they have a mustache still, it, it, that's not covering their upper lip. So make sure that they you educate them and they've got a good um, medical grade mineral sunblock. Mineral means is titanium and zinc. Throw away all the sunblocks that have chemicals like the avobenzene, oxinoxalate, all of those. Get rid of those because they, those do not cover the full UVA, UVB. Mm -hmm. Zinc and titanium cover the full UVA, UVB. And that is going to be your best. So that's all we carry in, in our clinic. Um, yep. but, but try to make sure that if they're going to wear a sunblock, make sure it's going to cover the whole spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Um, Illuminate is part of the Elastin line. Illuminate, yeah, it's A-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T. It's Illuminate. Yeah, it's a newer. It's newer. It came out the last few months, yeah. but phenomenal. Really yeah. like it. I like the safety in it, too. There's a lot. There's a lot to this. You know, <laughs> I mean, skincare is, it, it's hard. I mean, I would definitely say that it, it is very, very hard to jump into believing into med medical-grade skincare. I think, you know... Uh, at the end of the day, it's a balance of figuring out who as your rep is going to be supportive mm -hmm. because it doesn't help really make or break you as far as being able to give some samples, being able to get your staff educated because you need uh, their touch points with skincare need to not only come from just you as a provider, but from the front, you know, and so if they can get mm -hmm. the the staff on board with it, getting them some products, it's like, oh my God, yeah, I use that as well, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're all talking at it while you're checking them out. All of that stuff, it's yeah. important because it's, at, at the end of the day, it's it's a an, it's an educational aspect of it from front to back, back to the front. Yeah. In this um, and Leilani, I think, was asking uh, about how many skincare products 
should we, uh, is it arranged to have in your practice? Some practices I've seen, they have <laughs> one line and it's all their own label. So I was back in St. Louis and I saw um, one of my one of my colleagues and it's beautiful. She had everything from amazing soy candles to bath salts to <laughs> skincare and it was all her own private labeling, um, which was beautiful and it smelled great and stuff. I don't know what was in it, but it was it looked gorgeous. But some people have one or two. Some people carry. I was in a Houston and one of the providers must have had like ten different lines. So I, I was even confused. Um, so that's tough. That's going to be your specific clinic choice on how much is going to confuse your patients. I think what's important is that you know everything about the things that you are selling. And it's, impo it's impossible to know everything about five, six different brands. So mm -hmm. kind of wean it down to maybe two or three, but know everything you can about those and try not to cross over. Like if you've got one line, like we have Zio that does the hydroquinone. Okay. I don't have another one that's got that. Um, right. And then you, you have another line that's like mostly botanical. So that, th that might be for good for people with, s with uh, skin care sensitivities. And then you have another line that has, you know, like grows collagen or whatever. Right. So maybe two or three lines, but it's hard, you know, depends on the size of your clinic and, and your, your space on the size of your clinic and yeah. your space um you know you may want to keep carry a little lower level line mm -hmm. that's a little bit more affordable mm -hmm. and then you can carry a little higher end line for those that that yeah. want a little bit more of the oomph that and stuff like that so there's no right or wrong i think you just have to figure out for yourself and your clientele your yeah. patient population what you are looking for with regards to that so um <clears throat> I think we belabor that. Oh, so Jan Marini is registered with the FDA. Hmm. Peer review okay. published studies. Oh, thanks, Vivian. Did not know that. I've only used the sunblock years ago. So it looks like you multiple paths. Yeah, I haven't heard them okay. or seen them at any shows. I haven't seen the them medical. anywhere either. So yeah, so it looks like it's medical grade. W and it's registered with the FDA. So yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks, Vivian. Thank you very yeah, much. There's, a, uh, there's so many, so many, so many different things. Even the yeah. exosome line that we use yeah. the Benev, yeah. they're coming out with their own skincare line. <laughs> we can actually actually take the exobomb and you actually take the exosome, you drop it in there, stir it up, and it has to be refrigerated. Yeah. So yeah. there's so many cool, interesting yeah. things. You know, ultimately to me, skincare is, is uh, it's an additive benefit to it. I would never say that it's a primary thing that I would do for my patients. It's a definitely a supportive thing that adds to the benefit and the results for your patients while they are not being seen by you. Yeah, I think so. so too. I think so too. And it really helps transform their skin and patients are really happy, but let them know uh, that it's going to take time. This is not, Skin years uh, time. you're not going to put a lotion on your face <laughs> and like in a week go, Hey, my wrinkles are gone. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so you've, it's taken them 30 years to get where they are. Let them know it's going to take a while to get them turned and they around. We so. won't do like a ton. Yeah. I mean, this is why we do what we do. We get in a lot more aggressively with the treatments that we yeah. do. Your skincare, in my in my opinion, should be there to be supportive to create that uh, extra nutrition to support them when they're at home, um, and support the treatments that we do. Yep. All right. Oh gosh, we just chatted the whole time. Thank you so much for your questions, you guys. <laughs> I know. Really it's... appreciate that. Um, we're getting to where our time is up already, and this went fast. I know. So we are next going to AI live. Our next AI live is going to be August 29th. Oh. So. Oh. 
yeah. Next, I guess, September, the first week is going to, we're going to be headed towards aesthetic next. So we won't be able to do this the first week of September. But we're doing the last week of August. It's going to be August uh, 29th, uh, 5 p.m., same time, same channel. Um, and we are going to be talking about some PDO, PDO threads, threads with Dr. Jesse Chung. She's an amazing dermatologist out of Chicago. She actually, if you look, go on her Instagram, she talks a lot about, um, I guess, O shots and P shots. Sexual, and a lot of lot sexual, sexual health, health and stuff. So yeah. you guys can totally ask away on questions with yeah. regards. I'm definitely going to ask her. <laughs> right? You can ask her. <laughs> I mean, she was even talking about toxing the actual penis. And how that actually helped or, it grow. Oh, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it was is super interesting. I so, heard about that. You know, jump on, jump on at the end of the month. It's three weeks from now, August 29th. and you know we're going to be talking about PDO threads. I like but the opposite of what we're going to ask a lot of different things. <laughs> you know what? Wait a you minute. You know what? There's a lot Wait, of that interesting things. It paralyzes muscle. It paralyzes muscle, but there's no muscle down there uh, in a sense. Oh, it actually okay. vasodilates, which actually enlarges. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's okay. a very interesting concept. So you guys. <laughs> just letting you know <laughs> we're bringing her on she Not has some that. amazing cool things i i think <laughs> it'll be cool <laughs> but oh anyway <laughs> that would be interesting so if you guys want to ask her those questions feel free we're going to be talking about threads but she she has a lot of different interests and she's a really great gal yeah so so it'll be fun so this ai live will be available on youtube um within the next week week and a half once our once our team can edit this and then you can see it on on uh youtube so you can see that on there later on all right awesome well thank you very much guys thanks for joining us we'll see you at the next ai live okay bye bye guys well that was our ai live podcast for today be sure to check out our other episodes and as always thanks for tuning in catch you next time